Welcome to episode 14 of the RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB edition. My name is Taylor Ringgold and I'm with my partner in crime, co-host Griffin Warner. Griff, we didn't start off the week hot. We are 0-2 on our recap on our best bets here. We'll, we'll break that down real quick and then we'll go to our, of course, weekend series spotlight breakdown of Friday's games and then give you our best bets for Friday. And if you know what I've been I've been just recapping myself here, Griff. A lot of my best bets that I'm picking or that I'm not picking, like when we do our breakdowns for Monday and Friday's games, I'm giving a good amount of winners, but always my best bets are crap. So I have to fix something. I hopefully you can maybe tell me what to do. Ha! I wish. I mean, unfortunately. It takes two of us to tango to go zero and two. So uh, I don't know that exactly my my answer is going to going to really work here, especially because I also bet your best bet and was very disappointed in Chris Flexen's pitch to contact finally uh, not working. But you know, I'm glad you called me a partner in crime because we uh, committed an zero and two crime last week, we and did. we're going to try our best to uh, to rectify it this week. Yeah, and that's what we got to do. You know, we every time on this podcast, we try giving our best bets and our best bets overall for each and every uh, Monday, Friday breakdowns of each games, which we'll get into in a moment. But for uh, other than Friday's games, which are you guys are listening, it's on Friday morning, you guys are listening to this or Thursday night. We're also going to give you, of course, our weekend series spotlight, which is our favorite series to look out for and to maybe even bet on more than other games during the week, or I mean during the weekend, excuse me. And I'll just kick off here with a with a series that has a lot of implications for both these teams are both battling for first place in their respective division. It is the San Francisco Giants at the Seattle at the St. Louis Cardinals, excuse me. I love these I love watching these these teams play. Of course, both of these teams, like I said before, are really gunning for first place. Nolan Arenado is my favorite player to watch. He's my favorite player to bet on when it comes to getting hits or multiple hits in a game. I've done pretty well with betting on him. That is definitely my series. Uh, watching Jordan Hicks in game one, it's going to be nice with uh, with Webb for the Giants on the mound for game one. Junis versus Hudson for game two. And game three, of course, is one of the best pitchers in the game right now on Carlos Rodon on the mound. For Sunday's matchup, there's a TBD right now for the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I'm hoping it might be maybe of someone like a an Adam Wainwright. I don't know if he pitched either on Thursday here. There was no games for him on Thursday. Maybe he pitched on Wednesday. I think he's coming off COVID. I, I don't know what his situation is, um, but that curveball probably is going to be 73 miles an hour per usual. Either way, this series <laughs> might not have the star-studded pitching matchups, but with two teams that have great overall records so far and they're competing for first, I think it's a very important series to watch for. I mean, huge important series. Two of our dark horses kind of off the beaten path picks to potentially make a run into the playoffs. I think both of them sit in okay position right now. I think the Giants certainly a little bit better off than uh, the Cardinals are way closer in the division. Uh, and Rodon, unfortunately, my best bet on Monday, the under in his game, he definitely – he had a little bit of trouble in the top of the fifth, but, oh, my God, he was so good. Uh, 97 miles an hour, just throwing it, saying, try to hit this. Uh, unfortunately, in the fifth, a couple couple guys did. But um, he's awesome. I mean, I, I've been pretty disappointed with with the Giants, but then looking at their record, sitting uh, 19 and 12, only 
I guess two games out, one game behind the win column from the Dodgers. Uh, not not a bad start for the Giants. For my series spotlight, I'm going to go with another NL West team, but this time it's the Padres visiting Atlanta. Uh, the Padres currently sitting 20 and 12, far above my expectations. I know you didn't pick too. them to make the playoffs. Um, they've been they've been playing better than I think that they than they will, and, and they're definitely a team I want to look to go against. Whereas the Braves sitting 15 and 12, pretty disappointing start for them. Uh, I feel like there was some good signs in the Milwaukee series last weekend, which we spotlighted, but um, still got a long way to go to get to regular, I guess, the 500. And then the Mets, I mean, six and a half games back already after a month and five days or something like that. That's a scary position to be in. I think that the Braves have pretty much anything you could want with uh, Max Freed, Charlie Morton off a really good start. Maybe he's going to turn it around or I mean, it looked like he was ready to go into go into retirement, but he he had a good start last one. And then Kyle Wright, who's been I think been the the story of the season so far on the pitcher's mound. I mean, there's been others certainly, but he's been one of my biggest surprises. And, and I got to say, this is a series the Braves need to start showing that they uh, that they're going to be a good team that makes the playoffs here. I know they made a huge huge run end of last year, but uh, it's going to be big for them. And I think at home they're going to win the series, and if they can get a sweep, that that'd be big for momentum. Big implications this weekend. Not only that, there's a ton of games to break down going into the weekend, and that is, of course, our Friday breakdown. Griff, start us off with our first game for Friday. Will do. Uh, we're going to go with a, a game. I mean, these teams keep playing each other. I know that you've been you, – you actually told me that you're not going in the bachelor party this weekend because you want to watch the Cincinnati Reds visiting the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, we got Maley at Mitch Keller uh, and Maley, a surprising based on the Reds record, surprising road favorite Maley minus 110 right now. So very slight, but a road favorite nonetheless. Over under is eight. Um, Mitch Keller, I mean, always a big arm. Everyone loved him in the minors and has never delivered on it. Uh, unfortunately, Tyler Maley just seems to be one of those guys that can uh, look good for four innings, but the other two don't go very well if he even gets to six. Uh, you got any interest on – I mean, we've been talking about the Reds on this program all the Almost time. All, so all what do you time. got for me? Very ironically, I have the Reds and Pirates game on to my right. I'm watching it. It's the only game on Thursday so far. We're recording this at 7.30 Eastern time. It's You're the only sick. game on. I am a sick Sicko. puppy. I'm a sick kid, and I'm watching it. Tyler Malley might not be a Red for much longer. So if I'm going to go with this game, I'm going to be betting on the Reds, and that is an absolute lunacy kind of a bet there. And I, you know what? I said to myself, what am I going to do? Bet on the Reds again? But how do you – fuck that. No, I'm going Mitch Keller. Mitch Keller's going to throw gas. He always throws <laughs> gas. I'm throwing Well, so I actually have – like you said, it's only uh, MLB game on. So maybe you're not that much of a sicko. But I also have it on. Uh, currently, Brian Reynolds at the plate. Uh, Vandy guy that's been a little bit disappointing to start this year. Uh, uh, next one will go. Brewers at Marlins. You got Corbin Burns, your Cy Young pick uh, to repeat his Cy Young awards. At Pablo Lopez, who has been pretty good to start the year. Corbin, a minus 132 road favorite. Over under six and a half. Pretty low scoring. I would imagine, since the, I don't like either of these offenses, Seeing that one hit seven seems to be hard for me to see. Uh, what, what do you think about Corbin Burns? I bet against him at Atlanta last weekend, and he was okay. Really kind of got out of a lot of jams. I don't really remember him struggling like that, um, but certainly it won't be the same offense that he's fighting against when you uh, compare the Miami Marlins in Miami versus the Braves in Atlanta. Uh, you back in your, your side candidate? Yeah, this, I'm going to, but I'm going to – and I'm a little hesitant at the same time because Pablo Lopez has had 
a had a ridiculous month of April, four and one, a even one ERA with thirty five strikeouts. He has been the front line ace for the squad. With uh, and I we like I like talking about what future teams are look like in the, in the next few years. The Marlins could have the best rotation in all of baseball in a few years with Sisto Sanchez, Lopez. Alcantara and Edward Cabrera. So this is just the tip of the iceberg for these for this team here. But I'm going to go with Carbon Burns. I want to back him up here. He's 50 strikeouts already, and we are we just hit the month of May. So uh, that's pretty incredible, if you ask me. Yeah, he might get 10 more. Uh, I'm not sure that that Miami rotation is going to stick around. They just like giving away their players for free. I know, Next, we'll go uh, Padres at Atlanta for the series I spotlighted. Uh, we have you Darvish opposing Max Freed, which should be a pretty good pitching matchup. Uh, currently, Dar- uh, excuse me, Max Freed is a minus 132 favorite over under at seven. Um, it's a pretty small park. Ball can get hit around pretty well. And, and it's a br- really nice price on you Darvish, especially when I just outlined the records of these two teams, certainly going in different directions to start the year. I got to say, though, Max Freed is not someone I want to bet against, even if this number looks a little bit big to, to back you Darvish. I feel like the Padres really aren't the team at that that this record deserves um, or if they're not, they don't deserve this record. Maybe that's the way to say it. Uh, you interested in backing you here uh, or, or, or do you like Freed? I really like Freed in this matchup here. I like the minus 132 right now. Um, Freed has been extremely impressive so far and it's not a surprise, but you know, there is some sort of inconsistency sometimes with Max Freed. Which is kind of it's kind of sucks to say that, but it's true. But we've seen more of Max Fried as a big game pitcher down the stretch into the postseason, which we've we've mentioned once before. But I'm going to go with Max Fried here, and this is your series spotlight. This is a huge game to start off to open up this series. You have Max Fried in the mound at home against a really good lineup. They need this W in a huge way. They want to keep competing in the NL West, NL East. It's I know it's all it's very early still in the season, but you know, this is a big matchup. You got to win the series. You're open up right away. Yeah. I mean, these games count the same as the ones in September do. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm on board with you there. I think, I think you're, you're selling Max Freed a little short. I feel like his, I mean, certainly you can say what you want. Inconsistency seems to play a lot of pitchers, but I think he's, he's shown a lot to me so far. I feel like he's getting more swing and misses, which is a big deal. Uh, cause apparently you don't want hitters to make contact with the ball in this game. Next will yeah. go to your series spotlight. <laughs> Uh, Giants, Logan Webb at Jordan Hicks. Um, and actually a number that I'm way off on. Logan Webb, a dollar twenty-five minus one twenty-five favorite on the road at St. Louis over under seven and a half. Um, why are the Giants favored here, huh? Why are the Giants favorites in this matchup? Well, because they're they're set, the Cardinals are essentially doing the opener style with Jordan Hicks, where it's not the typical opener style where it's one inning, it's three innings or it's four innings. And we I read off of his stats last week where I bet against them, and yeah. lo and behold, the Cardinals won that game. I think it was against the Giants. I want to say, I think it was against the Giants last week. I think I, it was. I'm I'm, I'm okay. still not a believer in this Jordan Hicks starting starting being a starting pitcher in his career. I just I'm not a firm believer in it. I don't understand why we're gonna throw a guy like this pitch for three innings. Why don't we just put him in the pen and have him pitch one excellent inning? And Logan Webb, he's been picked up his his unbelievable postseason run last year, and he's picked it off right where he left off into this season. 
being four and one, I'm gonna take the car, take the Giants in this one. Yeah, I mean the Giants. So I don't like it because I don't think that they deserve to be a road favorite. Though they're certainly coming off a good series where they're smacking around the Rockies. Uh, Logan Webb to me hasn't gotten off to a great start. His uh, fielding independent independent pitching numbers are, are better than I was expecting. He's got a pretty high whip, 1.39 to start the year, um, but was a big, came on the scene last year, established himself, as you said, good postseason run. Um, I don't know that I agree with him being a road favorite, but I, I do, to, to your point about a three-inning kind of opener, um, that does leave the kind of soft middle uh, of St. Louis Cardinals bullpen out there, and I don't really know who's going to pick up the ball second, um, which is a big deal because, unfortunately, those – those runs still matter in the fourth or fifth innings. So uh, maybe, I don't know if you've talked it off me off it yet, but uh, definitely leading the Cardinals in that one. Next we'll go Cubs at the Diamondbacks, Drew Smiley at Zach Davies. Davies off to a pretty good start this year, but is only a minus 113 home favorite right now, uh, over under eight and a half. Uh, it's hard to want to back Zach Davies, I got to say, because he pitches the contact and probably hasn't struck out anyone since minors. But uh, <laughs> Drew Smiley, I mean, he's always been a big strikeout guy, but seems to get, when he gets hit, he gets hit really hard. Uh, and I don't really know. I mean, the Cubs look pretty good in San Diego, I guess. They they were put up a pretty big fight to the Padres on the road, but second consecutive road series. I don't know. I feel like this price is way too cheap on the Diamondbacks. We've been playing pretty well. Yeah, this is a – it's an interesting line, CM minus 113. For the sole fact of uh, – there's two things here. The Cubs have been extremely bar- embarrassing the first month and a half so far. 11 wins – in a month and a half is, is embarrassing. We didn't think the Cubs would make the postseason, but we thought they would be contending. And look, if they give this kind of baseball play another two weeks, they might be sellers in a month. You know, it's just how it's going to go when you're this deep into it. And the Diamondbacks were a team we all thought were going to be dead last and dead last by a lot. But they have 17 wins, two games above 500. Zach Davies is the definition of pitch to contact. He throws maybe 84 miles an hour. He's a ground ball pitcher. I'm serious, but he gets the job done. Griff, it's a little weird though, seeing it minus 113, isn't it? It's too cheap. It's too cheap, which usually is a, uh, if it smells like fish, it's probably a fish. But uh, I got to (laughs) say that fishy stuff has me interested as weird as that sounds. And we'll move on to the next one before I get myself in more trouble. Uh, Phillies yeah. at the Dodgers. You got Kyle Gibson, another pitch to contact boy. Uh, he's going to, to LA to Clayton Kershaw, a, a big series that starts tonight with uh, Zach Wheeler on the round on the mound off of COVID. Currently, Kershaw minus 215 favorite, seven and a half is our total. And I just don't really like, I was thinking about backing Zach Wheeler tonight. Kyle Gibson is not someone I'm, I'm looking to back against the Dodger lineup whatsoever. Uh, you got any interest in, in your boy, Kyle? No, Gibby's had a good season. I, I won't. I won't kid that. Gibby started off the year on a good note, but this is the Dodgers we're talking about, and Kershaw's looking like the Kershaw of old. He's looking like the Scion Kershaw with that beautiful one point eight zero ERA, four wins, four and zero. Yeah, look the the Phillies offense, the Phillies as a whole have been have had a, a rough go at it so far, and. When you have a heavy left-handed lineup like that with with two of your more important power hitters, Harper and Schwarber, left-handed against a guy who dominates lefties, it is definitely going to be a little little suspect if you're going to be pitch, picking the Phillies there. So, of course, I'm going to go with the minus two fifteen, LA yeah, Dodgers. Big, big number, but I'm I'm not looking. I know it's very big, but it's it's kind of hard not to pick them, right? 
Yeah, Dodgers are just a well-oiled machine. Uh, moving to the AL, we'll go Orioles at Tigers, another of the riveting matchups that we want to uh, skip bachelor parties for. Jordan Lyles at Eduardo Rodriguez, <laughs> currently Erod, a minus 137 favorite at home, over-under is eight. Uh, Erod's, you know, rough start to the year, maybe due to facing every good lineup possible, um, but I feel like he's in a really good spot here to – kind of feast on an Orioles line, which I guess isn't as bad as I'm making it sound to be. Uh, but I feel like they're, they have some big time struggles at, at times. And then Jordan Lyles, as, as we kind of talked about before, can be really good, but most of the time he's really bad. Uh, kind of seems a little short to me at what, minus 137. I don't really see a reason to back the Orioles. I think I kind of do. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I know that sounds crazy, but this Tigers lineup has been extremely poor. They just sent down a kill Badu. One of their top players, he's batting under 200. Are they going to send down Torkelson? I feel like that might be soon. It, yeah, man. I, I It's not like the, the, the Torkelson experiments failed. It's definitely not failed. You you brought him up. He had a, a, like a couple, a little sip of coffee last year, and then he's now given the shot this year, and he hasn't panned out so far. But overall, man, the whole team has been – a dumpster fire. Nine wins. We're talking nine wins. The Reds are are pretty bad too, but we're not. I look. Are we just catching like comparing up. them? Catching up. Yeah, the Reds have seven wins, Griff. Seven, and we don't give the Tigers enough crap about how bad they've been. I don't. I, we're, we're not hearing it as as much. So I'm going to go back to the Orioles in this game. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're a little too expensive considering those nine big wins on the season. Uh, Torgelson hitting a not nice 146 to start the year. And it's pretty much, I've got a lot of shares of him him in fantasy, and it probably speaks to why my teams are at the bottom. Uh, Moving on to the Jays at the Rays, which could have been one of our series spotlights. I do feel like I pick the the Rays spotlights every time. Fresh off getting no hit by none other than Reed Detmers with two strikeouts and nine innings. Hold on. Can I I just say something here, Griff? And you might know where I'm going with this. You've had some uh, not kind words about your boy who just threw a no hitter. Would you like to say anything to our? Oh, I thought you here? wanted to talk about it. Okay, you want to you want to throw dirt on my grave? Okay. Well, hold on. As go. soon as you asked for it, did you no, like those Griff. two Ks in nine innings? Because I didn't. <laughs> Griff, when I was watching the game, I was like, "Oh, this Griff, I'm gonna have to give it to Griff because the guy's <laughs> only been talking shit about Reed Detmers." Come on, hey, give me, give me what hey, you give me. Let me hear it. Yeah, yeah. When when Ross Tripling throws a no hitter, then then I'll come to Jesus. But until <laughs> then, until yeah. then, two Ks in nine innings, no hit innings against the vaunted Tampa Bay Rays lineup, which I'm probably about to uh, speak ill of right away. Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, Kevin Gosman, who's been on fire uh, with a much better lineup back at him in the Toronto Blue Jays. Goes on the road to the trop where good teams go to die, no matter how good the Rays are. And Drew Rasmussen is, is opposing him. Currently, Gosman at minus 122 favorite. And I got to say, as weird as it sounds, it's so silly. Everyone's going to want to bet, want to back Kevin Gosman here. I kind of like the Rays, the home dog. I hate myself because they just got no hit, which, yeah, you could say there's a bounce back thing, but I do think there's some. Some flies in the ointment when you're getting no hit by a pretty average double-A type pitcher. Um, I I feel like this is – I mean, maybe the better bet here is that six-and-a-half total and going under because that place has no home runs in it unless you hit it right down the line. 
And these are two pretty good pitchers. Uh, Rasmussen was kind of an unknown trade candidate that they brought in for Milwaukee. He's been really good so far. Very good. He's 2A9 ERA. He's been more than serviceable than the Rays expected. But we're talking about Kevin Gosman here, uh, Griff. And, yes, the Blue Jays just came off kind of a, a, a unfortunate series against the Bombers when judges walk off home run and a lot of drama, this is a objections that made absolutely no, absolutely sense. no sense. Totally. Okay, I wanted to hear this from the, from the, the Bronx bomber over here. You're, you're, totally I feel like you were just like cheering yeah. out Alfonso Marquez being like, yeah, toss him out. Yeah. 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 yeah you mean Garcia here. Yes. We're going to, we're going to let up a home run and then we're going to hit the next batter because the, that'll be the winning run on base. That's exactly what you want to do as a pitcher. No ball slipped. Even Donaldson was not Donaldson was hurt, hurting, but he wasn't mad. Anyway, this is a humongous series right now for the Blue Jays, being that they're 17 and 15. The Rays are 19 and 13, coming off a big loss again in LA, going back home, East Coast, back on the East Coast. I still have the Blue Jays here. Blue Jays need a W bad, and this is the guy they want on the mound. To get that W, put them in the win column right off the bat. So take. I feel the like this Blue is Jays. this is worth talking about a little bit deeper. I'm a little worried about the the Jays bullpen because I feel like getting the ball to Jordan Romano has been really tough. Gosman, I mean, I don't think he's going eight and then handing the ball to Romano. They don't seem to want to push him more than one inning. Um, so to me, it seems like one of those scenarios where we need to find someone in the middle. I don't think that Yumi Garcia is serving a suspension yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Um, and then the Rays, you know, the Rays can't hit. I got to say, I've seen by that no hitter, but they did have a pretty good bounce back the next day, beating Shohei Otani and really beating them twice because they blew a save in the ninth, Kittredge, I think it was, and then one in the in the tenth or one in the ninth. There was a blown save involved. Basically, beat Otani twice, and that was a, a pretty good bounce back from getting no hit the night before. Um, I got to say, I, I'm worried about the Jays bullpen. Maybe it doesn't matter here because the Rays struggle to hit. I'll, I'll move on. I, I, I have one last thing, and then you can go. Yeah. I do agree yeah. with you with the Romano thing. I think what we're going to see down the stretch this season, as good as the Blue Jays' offense is and that rotation is, I think the one killer for them until they upgrade is the bullpen. I think what the Jays are doing are using Romano too much to get yeah. out of jams, to close games. He's going to get worn out early. I 100% agree with you. There needs to be more for that bullpen for them to succeed because your boys got a lot of money on them going to the world series. So they better get their fucking act together. That's all I'm saying. Go to the next game before I have a get get your act together, Jays. And you probably need to trade Kevin Biggio for, for some relievers is my my guess. Maybe for a Jordan Hicks, even Uh, we'll go next one. No line, but we got Red Sox at uh, Rangers Pavetta at Dane Dunning. I'm very interested in Dane Dunning. Uh, next, we'll go Savali uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. There we go. Three shows in a row. Uh, at the Twins. Uh, and we do have a Twins apologist on this podcast. Uh, so I'll turn it over to you. I mean, Sonny Gray wasn't there while you were, but he's currently a minus 156 favorite. Over-under is eight. What do you think about the Twins right now? Because they are really banged up. They're banged up, but they are putting bats on balls. They are hitting well. They are actually playing very well overall. As they're playing well and they keep seeing the White Sox struggle, they're taking advantage of that. Uh, I I like Sonny Gray in this matchup here. Savali had a nice, sort of nice season last year, kind of impressive season. This year, not so much. Yes, this year, not so much. 9-4-5 ERA. Uh, The Guardians have had their moments. We saw Josh Naylor had a hell of a game recently. Offense, Offense can be there for this team. But I think with... 
what the twins are doing with the banged up situations that they're in. Um, it's impressive to see, and I'm going to go back to Sonny Gray and the Twinkies on yeah, Friday. I, I think uh, Savali's a no-touch right now for me. The Twins, I feel like leading the, the division yeah. by four in the win column right now is big. I think they want to grow that bigger and bigger because I think the White Sox are going to wake up eventually, but can't hate on being in first place right now. Uh, we'll go to the Bronx Bombers. We always seem to get a Garrett Cole start on this show. He's Love visiting that. Chicago, the White Sox, we just mentioned, coincidentally, but maybe not. Uh, Cole at Velazquez currently Cole is a minus 161 favorite over under is seven and a half. Uh, I don't have any interest in Velazquez. So go ahead. Gush on Gary Cole. I'm, I'm surprised that that that's 161. I thought it'd be somewhere somewhere around like 180 or something a little, a little bit more because of the lopsided wrote, uh, starting pitchers we're seeing on here. Gary Cole has bounced back here. I think he's pitched very well in his last few starts. The bullpen has been great. The offense has been great. People are we're starting to see everybody start click, being that they're twenty two and eight. Uh, Michael Kopek, my guy Kopek. Thank had you a great for start. reminding us all. Thank you for twenty two and eight. Michael Kopek last start though had a hell of a start. I, I remember I, that was one of my best bets. I think, um, but but yeah, the White need is badly, but it's going to be a tough tough hope stands against the Yankees. Yeah, agreed. I think it's not the time for the White Sox. Maybe this is a spot for the Twins to kind of grow that lead. Uh, exactly. I don't know. I think winning one out of three at home against the Yankees is probably a decent series. Oh, I guess it's probably a four-game series. So I think the White Sox probably see a split there as being good enough, but we'll see. Next, we'll go Angels with a, a start I've never heard of before, a C. Silseth. Um, easy for me to say. Um, Chad, maybe. I'm not sure. It's abbreviated. And Dalton Jeffries for the Oakland A's. Uh, still Seth and the first time I've heard of him is a minus 145 favorite on the road, uh, which is a pretty big number. But uh, when you compare the double A lineup that the A's are putting out there versus Shohei and Rendon, who hits home runs left handed, which I'm Unbelievable, sure you love, by the way. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I figured you love that. Uh, and then Trout, who seems to be uh, at least healthy for now. Uh, I just don't really see a reason to back the Oakland A's um, really f- at all uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I don't know why I would do it. So I'm just gonna go on to the next one. Unless you I want to totally there. agree. No. Okay. No, we got Fromber Valdez, Astros visiting the Nationals. We got some interleague play. Uh, looks like Fromber's a minus 155 road favorite. Pretty big number for a guy that's kind of wild and pitches the contact, but he's a good ground ball rate. Josiah Gray, you know, he's he's got some stuff for sure, but he gives up so many home runs. Yeah, Chai Gray was traded over in the uh, Trey Turner trade last year. Gray, top prospect, throws pretty damn hard, but you are correct with that. What, what you just said before. The Astros are hot. They are hot. 21 and 11. Verlander just came off a great start and a nice W for the Astros. That division is a lot harder than we thought it would be, wouldn't it? It is tough. That division is tough. And I'm going to go with the Astros in this one and all. I think they give, give it to the uh, for the series as well. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I might have sent you a text this week that I don't know if you responded to because you're a jerk. But anyway, uh, <gasps> no. Mariners visiting the yes. New York Mets, which I know you're I going to the game on it. Sunday. But Marco Gonzalez at Max Scherzer. And I might have said that I loathe the Seattle Mariners because they can't hit. Yes, did. And if there is anyone that I'm like, I'm not going to call a no hitter, but I'm going to call a Max Scherzer no hitter here. He's been struggling. I mean, it's never going to happen, but wow. it would be hilarious for me to have the soundbite on my record going forward. Max Scherzer hasn't looked great. I feel like this is a great bounce back opportunity for him. Getting the Seattle Mariners team that besides our guy Julio can't hit whatsoever. 
I mean, be careful. The, the easiest way for the Mariners to score runs right now is Julio Gonzalez gets a single, steals second, steals third, and then steals of home course. because they got nothing else in that lineup. Uh, currently, Scherzer minus 201 favorite over under is seven. Uh, how the heck do this, the Mariners win this game? God, it, I, I'm trying to back this team up every week. and Every fucking week, I'm trying to back this team up, and I just can't keep doing it. I can't keep doing it. I, of course, you can't you can't bet against Max Scherzer here. You can't. You have to give him the W. But for the kids at home, I'm going to be at the game on Sunday. It's Robbie Ray versus Cookie Carrasco. It's a solid matchup. That's not bad. So I'm excited for that. But I'm going to go with the Mets in this one. And I think the Mets in the series as well, unfortunately. Like every game I go to, it's Dane Dunning, unfortunately. Uh, Royals at the <laughs> Rockies will wrap us up. And then we'll get into uh, best bets. Zach Grinke at Kyle Freeland. A battle of see you can finish <laughs> – so you can finish six innings with two or less strikeouts. Um, currently, Freeland a minus one thirty-eight favorite over under is ten and a half. Uh, I feel like the Rockies have been pretty good to start the year, still over five hundred. That wasn't expected. Royals look awful, um, but I got to sure. say that the Rockies are a little too expensive for me at minus one thirty-eight right now. Uh, you got any interest in Zach Greinke with one K in his first three starts? It's ten Ks, but we'll go. We'll give him. We'll give him. I'm just saying the in doubt. his first three starts, that was in the past, but okay. Correct. You're right. You're right. Um. Yeah, I think it's a little too expensive. And besides, I am not a fan of Kyle Freeland whatsoever. I can't. I cannot back him. I remember I, I, I bet some big money on him a few years ago, and he absolutely got lit up. And I forever, I do not like him. I just can't do it. And, and of course, they're also in Colorado, so that's also a big factor. He loves giving out home runs. Um. Granky and that 69 mile an hour EFIS. Nice. Nice. I, I don't know how I'm doing this, but, and you see the over under there, you see the totals 10 and a half kids. That is a gigantic number. Um, I think I'm still going to take, take the 10 foot Royals, man. Like I just don't, I don't like Kyle Franklin at all, man. I just don't. I mean, he went from somehow either sticky substances or I'm not sure how he did it, but getting onto the, the Cy Young ballot and getting a lot of them. And then what he's become, but I think he's been a little bit better this year. I, I do like the Rockies. I'm going to see if that one uh, drops. And, and now we've reached the the, sh- the part that everyone's looking for. Uh, trying right. to avenge last week's own two, and and I'll go with my best bet here. I'm gonna, you know, it's hard for me to do it, and I realize that it's probably um, a little too. I mean, it's definitely not too easy. I, I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals at home. Uh, getting, getting their plus 115 underdogs. Jordan Hicks isn't going to be around for a while. I just feel like Logan Webb, he's he's not been what I've been looking for to start this year. And I, I just don't really agree with the Giants being the road favorite here, though they might be better. Your turn. I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays in Tampa. I have Kevin Gosman minus 122. I'm giving the road dogs. Um, not the, well, road not the road dogs, road favorites. They are on the road favorites i'm gonna go with them with a nice w cool uh well you can find me on twitter the real underscore g warner taylor you want to give yours and then wrap this baby up that is correct and i will do that you guys can follow me on twitter at taylor ringold at taylor ringold t-a-y-l-o-r i just forgot what it was at uh it's taylor ringold t-a-y-l-o-r r-i-n-g-o-l-d i just had a stroke just now uh kids enjoy the weekend gamble smart Follow the pod. We will see you guys on Monday. I'm going to really enjoy myself this weekend. That's all I got to say. Be careful. Mix in the water. Always mixing the waters, kids. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. See you.